It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, hey guys. Um, not exactly what we had planned, but um, still, we're all together. I know, it's great. I yeah. love technology, at least in these points, technology. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, in Cleveland, Ohio right now. Actually, I'm in South Euclid. Um, it, you can't say you're in Cleveland because people will get angry and say, well, this is South Euclid. No, <laughs> I'm at my son's house. Um, spending the evening with him and we had talked about you guys being in the studio and me being up here but um, you know things happen plans changed and well here we are doing another zoom video but yeah there's nothing wrong with that not at all so how are well, you guys I'm, I'm, well I'm in my house in Martin's Ferry okay and I'm in my house in St. Clairsville wow. all right oh amazing yeah and I'm Phil Bliss I'm Ian Thornton and I'm Chad McLeish and this is Uplift. Welcome okay. to Uplift. Yes. All right. Well, we got through some of our technical issues. I had to uh, help uh, Ian through setting up his mic, but it took over his speakers. And yeah, believe me, that drove me crazy the first time I ever did that. I was like, why did my speakers go out? Well, you can plug in the headphones into the back of that microphone. And so everything, that way you can hear yourself talking. But um, yeah, it took me a while to figure that one out. So you're way ahead of the game now. Well, only some... because yeah, well, only because you journeyed journeyed through the wilderness. Yeah, which I, I greatly appreciate, and I would rather not listen to myself talk. So <laughs> yeah, that being said, yeah, that's no, it's great. That. It's working out well. Working out well. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned journeying through the wilderness. That's um, kind of what I one of the topics I talked about the other night on. Bible study. And uh, it was, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, I had a lot of people just kind of looking at me, but um, I don't know if I thought it was pretty good though. But well, um, nine times out of 10, if somebody's looking at you, like you have lobsters coming out of your ears, you're probably on track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody was paying attention. There wasn't anybody doing this, you know, the whole time. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was pretty good. But that's awesome. Yeah. Well, too, even in my own personal study, I'm I've been um led to read Exodus. Okay. And so, you know, here we are, you know, talk about walking through the wilderness and all, but really just looking about um uh, looking at the whole process, really, just really been reading in um Moses and and where he's at with Pharaoh and getting ready for this journey <laughs> that you know we know about that we know they're gonna step into. Right. And that was a promise of God to take them to the promised land. Yeah. Good intro, Phil. Yeah, you like that. Well, that's <laughs> what we talked. We're going to talk about tonight was the promises of God. And yeah, you know, he told them, hey, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Can, this is something from the Bible study, but I just learned this. And I just want to share this because uh, now I can't unsee it every time I look somewhere in the Bible. I see it now, but I always thought that it was 600,000 people who came out of Egypt. It's 600,000 able men to go to war. So mm -hmm. that doesn't include the women and children and, and the older generation too. 
that was so there was probably like two million people that came out of Egypt. And yeah. And then, you know, I I go to Deuteronomy in the Bible study. I said, I want to show you something. There was a, a, a number that was used, and I wanted to make a parallel to the Gospel of John. And I read it and it says, um, God kept his promise in this in 600,000 mooring men were counted. And I'm like, there it is again. How many times have I read this in Deuteronomy chapter two? And I didn't read that they were warring men. And it just, it blew my mind that I had seen it for the first time. And I've read the Bible, I don't know how many times, mm -hmm. but um, that was a promise as well. Yes. You know, a promise to Abraham that you're, the people, your offspring will be more numerous than the stars in the sky. And if you look at the sky at night at any one point throughout the year, you can only see about 600,000 stars. And they had 620,000 warring men and had a whole lot more than that. So they had more than the stars in the sky come mm. out of Egypt. You know, when God makes a promise, he keeps it. That's impressive, Phil. I'm impressed that you knew how many stars were in the sky. <laughs> I, had, I had to look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count them. <laughs> oh oh well oh, then. Man. now we're, we're disappointed now well we're i can't impressed. i can't get past the big dipper is it five or six stars <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point and that's a great promise yeah it is and that's it is. It's, one of many Go ahead. yeah and it's the the i will i mean you know the i, I will deliver you mm -hmm. and it's one of those things that that you know that's one honestly you know i've been holding on to um more deeply now than than I have in the past and and even though there's been those times of of us um and you know, I was just talking about our family but when I say that more Julie and I you just stepping in from one place to the next and going from one place to the next next as the Lord calls when when you end up with your children and you know then they're coming along with you then that that's a deeper level of commitment and this just from my own experience, you know, and just going, mm -hmm. well, this just isn't Julie and I, and, you know, we can make this work. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. now you're children and school and, and, and the list keeps going on. Mm -hmm. So that I will deliver you. And that's <clears throat> all throughout the old Testament. I mean, you know, here we are, you know, we're talking about the children of, of Israel coming out of Egypt and, and then, you know, into the promised land and, on and on and on it goes. And then you can go into the prophets and all. And, and there's many, many times that the Lord says, I will, I will deliver you. Mm -hmm. And, and he was faithful. He kept every one of them, every promise that he gave, he is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of those things to really grab a hold of and go, you know, I can look at my circumstances that are here on this earth, but am I willing to really grab a hold of the spiritual and heavenly promise of my father to go, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to deliver you from what you're facing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so you, you, you get to choose, you know, you get to choose, am I going to trust this or, or am I not, am I going to make a way? Am I going to make a way or am I going to follow his way? Mm -hmm. And, and that, that's a, that's a deep look into yourself and to really say, you know what I am, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust him on this. You know, when I was a kid, 
if someone said, I promise you took that to the bank, you know, yeah. if a kid said that people just didn't break promises, but as you get older, you realize that words are words and people use words when they don't really have anything to back it. And it's because of that, that I think that at times we don't trust God. We compare ourselves to God and we can't do that. We have to remember he is God. I, I think it's, is it Psalm 46 that says, be still and know that I am Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He just, you got to let go of what we are and know that he is God and he's going to keep every promise he makes whether it's in the word of God or the promises he speaks to our hearts, he keeps them mm-hmm. without fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, you know, his promises are, we can count on them because of who he is. And, you know, the one promise that I always keep thinking about over the past few years is that he will not forsake us. He will not leave mm. us. He will not forsake us. Yeah. And I think to mm. all of our human relationships that we have, and even our very best friends and our, on our family and that sort of thing, you know, they can leave us and they can forsake us without even maybe intentionally doing it or even realizing they're doing yeah. that sort of thing. You know, if you're, you know, maybe you're having a bad day or, you know, whatever the sake, the situation is, you can, you can unwillingly do those things. Um, and, and so, with God, that, that just doesn't happen. But the other part too, that, that, you know, Kathy has reminded me of before that some of the promises are not just for this earth. I mean, <clears throat> some, some of his promises are going to carry forward into eternity, <clears throat> you know, that, that sort of thing. And even, you know, you're talking about Abraham and that sort of thing. And some of those promises took place on earth for his descendants, but that there's eternal meaning in some of his promises as well, not just what we see in the physical in front of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like run and not grow weary. Can you imagine? Right. I just yeah. want to be able to run again. I can't run anymore because of my <laughs> hips, but uh, <laughs> so I don't even know what it's like to run anymore, but man, to run and not grow weary. And I actually have dreams that I'm running great distances and you know, I could just as easily take a car, but I choose to run and I'm not out of breath at all. And my hips don't hurt. And it's pretty amazing when you have dreams like that, but it's a promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> another one for me is um, out of uh, Isaiah 41. I will uphold you. <laughs> my righteous so will, right hand. Yeah, I will uphold yeah. you with my righteous right hand. Um, and that's those, uh, I, at points, um, I take that and apply that to those days that are where I'm feeling down and lost and the, <laughs> you can go on and on. We've all been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. but just yeah. that whole idea of being upheld, lifted up and here we, you know, here we are on up lift, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that whole thing of that, that the Lord's righteousness and his goodness and his rightness, hmm. 
will lift us up, will uphold us. So it's not that we're like, you know, man, I just feel like things are falling into part, falling apart. And and the Lord's like, no, you know, in, in me and in my righteousness upholding you, things aren't falling apart. It's not being, but he's upholding, he's holding things up. He's holding things steady. And, and to think that, and the, the enemy wants us to think that things are in a world of disruption mm. and chaos, but God's like, no, no, no. In my righteousness, I'm taking, and I'm holding things up. I'm holding it together. I'm holding it consistent and stable, not mm-hmm. falling and, and feeling like everything is just disintegrating that's what the enemy wants you to believe. But that promise is that, you know what? Once we get our eyes off the storm out of Matthew 14, right, Peter? Once we get our eyes off the storm and we reach up and we grab a hold of his hand, then that's that hand, just like the hand that Jesus used to pull Peter up out of the waves is the same hand, the same righteous hand that God promises us in Isaiah 41 that's going to hold us up and not fall. And that's that's powerful because in today's world, there's a lot that comes against us through every avenue that you can think of to press us down, to, to push us down, to get us to feel fearful and scattered and worried and, and chewing our nails because we're not sure what's going to happen. Well, what about that promise? What about that promise that God's given every one of his children that I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand? Hmm. And that's something really to literally grab onto that you need. We need to let our spirits grab a hold of that and and let him lift us up. In other words, we need to stop doubting. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that even, I mean, that's speaking to me, like I was telling you guys earlier, it's just like, man, it's been a tough day. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, just to be able to, to be here and be with, not just with you guys, but to discuss his promises takes that perspective that sometimes we find ourselves in mm-hmm. and realigns it with where it should be. Mm-hmm. And to talk about his promises, to talk about his word and, and it's, it has to just ignite or re- at points reignite your heart just to, to be in tune and in step with him. Hmm. So I, I, and I can testify to it now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. One, one thing that Kathy has plastered all over our house it, when, when we moved here was because it, it, a point of confession, we <clears> both, <throat> we both fall into Kathy and I, my wife, Kathy and I, we both fall into this. Sometimes we get into really short sighted thinking, you know, like we're, we're not looking at things the way we should. We get caught up in, 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 you know, uh, small thinking. And so she's plastered this all over our house and different things. And she's got, you know, all sorts of different pictures and, and things that people have. And it's Jeremiah 29, 11. <clears throat> for I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And so that is a promise and it, it motivates you to realize that he has more for you than what you think you are capable of. Right. We're all, we're all susceptible to feeling, um, you know, beat down, defeated, 
and all those sorts of things. So this is a good reminder, and we have it plastered everywhere here at the house. Mm-hmm. Just to re- remind us that hey, you know, like just because we're having a bad day or bad week or you know, we're really um, bummed out about some turn of events that have happened or whatever, that we need to keep our eyes focused mm-hmm. on what his promises are, which is better than the moment that we're in. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, also in Jeremiah 29, he says, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I tell people that all the time. I say, if you, cause they say, well, I want to know God the way you do. Well, ask him. Well, I have asked him. We'll keep asking because when you seek him, you will find him. He wants to be found. That's a promise. Right. And then he will, he knows the plans he has for you too. And and that goes back to your point of, of doubt or un, unbelief and that sort of thing. And so often, you know, we we get we don't even realize we do it, but we have this doubt, this kind of subconscious, we'll call it. Maybe that's not the right word, but we have this doubt that, you know, it, that lies in us and, and, and it holds us back. Mm-hmm. If we could get rid of that and just, you know, follow him with all of our heart like you talked mm. about and get rid of the disbelief get rid of that defeat get rid of that doubt and and even that doubt that we're not really even shining the light on <laughs> put the light on it get rid of it and and you know and usually what has to happen for most of us is we got to be back pretty far into the corner for that to happen mm-hmm. right we got to be facing staring down the barrel of a serious problem a big issue uh, you know, a real crisis or tragedy in our life. Hmm. And so many people, that's what it takes. But imagine if we would do that before we get to that point, before we get to that crisis, or before we get to that really bad situation, to where we get cast all that stuff out, and really follow him with all of our heart, then we could do like Phil talks about, we can find him, even in the good times, we can be have that close relationship and be with him even when yeah. things are good and know him even better when things get bad yeah exactly and you're you hit on it it's about the relationship it's not about religion mm-hmm. you know it's not about doing this and doing this and saying this prayer and then going to church and giving this money it's not about that that's not how you find him you find him when you seek him with all your heart and that's the relationship and that's what drives out the doubt too. I mean, he just, when you ask him and he comes around and he shows you just like Jesus did, he healed people. So there would be no doubt. They would know who he was. Yeah. God will prove himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the people that I run into that don't believe God's promises have never stepped into them Mm -hmm. and and that that can be and i think we would all agree that can be a very challenging place um because you're having to let go of the control that we really think that we have that (laughs) that we really don't Mm -hmm. but we we do we let go of that control and really put it into his hands and let him prove himself 
-hmm. And because he, you know, what he says is true and it will be and seek him and you will find him remove the, you know, let him even too. that's one of the things too, you know, one of my questions had always been, you know, well, how do I get rid of this doubt? How do I lose this? Yes. And, you know, it just that kind of thing, too, until I really got to the point where, you know, seeking him and going, so, God, how do you want to get rid of this doubt in my life? Because it's a warm, fuzzy blanket to me. I love it. Mm. You know, I love to hold on to it because I'm comfortable with it. But how do you want to remove that from me? And um, just letting him lay that out in front of me and following that path mm. um, and and that being removed. But that put me in a place of getting to trust him mm-hmm. and and to look up these promises and read these things and these passages out of Isaiah or Jeremiah or you know all throughout scripture and read those things and go okay well I'm going to trust him in this um the only way I'm going to build that trust is to trust him mm-hmm. you know I, I get to I get to experience it myself and then you walk away with testimony after testimony about who he is and and that he will uphold his promises to us. He's not a father who lies to his children. No. 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 He isn't. Mm-mm. Even though we may have experienced it on earth and the, Chad this was one of the points you were bringing up. You know there's things in the earth that we and you know in in physically naturally that we've experienced but we really need to step into the spiritual side of things and let God our father show that he is a good, good father, Mm -hmm. and he's not going to lie to us. Absolutely. James chapter 1, verse 17, all good things come from the father of lights, from heaven to his children. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's really good. And and, and there have been times I've really messed things up, and I've prayed that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I take this bad thing that right. this big right. mistake that I made <laughs> somehow sure <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely mm-hmm. but, and well it know, is and I, I get I, you know just you know just so many examples over the last couple of weeks that have just come to me just through my own children you know and just their their sincerity in the mess up. And, and man, it's just been such an example to me to just go, they are bringing these wrongs to me because they trust me. (laughs) And that's, that's just been, that's been speaking volumes to me. And I know that God is going, Hey, Ian, have I gotten your attention with this yet? (laughs) You know? Just follow their lead, son. Follow their lead and come talk to me about these things. And uh, and it's just, it's been great. It's been great. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely. a timing component to these things. You know, like it is. his promises are absolutely going to come true for everybody. You know, it's, it's a matter of when. And, and the situations and the timing of it. And I think we have to remember that because... You know, it's the thing we talk about a lot on here is just, you know, we, we want things on our terms. Mm, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, want, we want it when we want it. We want it how we want it. We want it in the situation we want it. And, um, you know, his plan is bigger than ours. We know this. So we just have to keep that in mind, you know, and we and that's where the patience comes in. But, 
His promises absolutely come true. Our choices, Phil, Phil's been big on choice lately. We've been talking about that. He's been teaching the choices. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, our choices can, can kind of, you know, delay his promises or send them out on, on, on the wild goose chase, <laughs> <laughs> which means that we just, all we did was we just delayed his promises. Right. You didn't cancel them. You delayed right. them. Yeah. Yeah. We just sent him on the long, the long road, the detour. Right. Know? But yeah, it, it, we just have to remember that, that, you know, and, and even sometimes the promises will come in ways that we don't expect. We'd never expect or the, not. They don't come necessarily the way that we want them to, because he knows things that we don't. So he can, he will give us promises, but it won't look how, like how we think they'll look. Yeah. I think another thing to to bring up with this is that there are times that we in God's promises and and his I'll just use his supply or his provision as an example. And and God has promised to take care of us. We don't need to worry about tomorrow, you know, if if the the birds of the air are being taken care of, then how much more is he going to take care of us? And there are times that um as we seek the Lord to understand um, that provision is coming, there are times that he may even reveal that his desires that they come it comes through XYZ, whatever it may be. And sometimes that's a person. And sometimes those people don't obey. Hmm. And so then we're left waiting. Not empty-handed, but waiting. That doesn't mean just because the Lord had intended to bring something or take care of something through someone and they don't follow through doesn't mean that it isn't coming. Mm -hmm. So we can't look at the person or because it didn't come the way we, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying too, Chad, just because it didn't come the way we thought it was going to come doesn't mean that God's a liar by no means. Right. It's just different, and it may not be the timing that we want. So it's one of those things to where the enemy really can get in those situations and start pointing fingers at other people, and especially believers and within the church, to really start to cause division. So we need to keep our eyes on the promiser, not the person whom it may come through, but to keep our eyes on him. He's faithful. And it'll it'll all be it'll all come to pass. It'll all be truth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to bring something up, kind of along that line. That this is what helped me a lot. Um, the few times as a child when I did go to church, you know, I was listening, and it was very formal and very uh, structured, and. You know, they prayed a certain way. And, and when he, the pastor was talking about speaking to God, you know, he was, it was very reverent. And, and that's absolutely necessary. We, we give God reverence. But it was one time where I was angry. And I said, okay, God, if you've promised this, then I want you to prove it to me. I may not have said it exactly like that, but I was speaking to him like I would speak to one of you, you know, close yeah. friends of mine. And, God didn't strike me down with lightning. I didn't even care. 
You know, I was so angry that I was like, you have, you've made this promise. I know you made this promise and see it through. And he did. He did. Mm. And that not only helped me to trust him, it enhanced my relationship with him. Now, I don't always talk to him that way, but at the same time, I don't say, oh, father of heavenly lights, how great thou art. This is my request. You know, I don't do something formal like that. I, Lord, here's what's going through my mind right now. And I know you already know, but you know, you get to that point where yeah. you can be genuine with him and he will genuinely keep his promises when you are. Mm. You know what I mean? I yeah. do. That's good. Mm-hmm. And that informal relationship is key. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is really interesting to <clears throat> to say because that's what that's really what the Lord's after. Yeah. Yes. He's after that informal, quote unquote, that informal relationship is more pure to him than what we <clears throat> think in Christendom today that you need to have a formal relationship with him. Right. And he's like, man, cut the junk. Just talk to me. I know who you are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just speak to me, you know, be real, just be real. Yeah. And look I, at, I think I, he embraces that. Yeah, look at Abraham. If I may be so bold <clears throat> to ask you, if I can find 10 people, will you spare the city? Okay. Yeah. God, if I can find five people, you know, it's not, well, you know, not laying out a bunch of paperwork and saying, okay, here's how I'm going to do this. And you know, let's see what God says. No. And, and that's what the Pharisees started to teach too. They were teaching religion too, you know, and they missed the Messiah when he was being very personal with mm-hmm. everybody he came in contact with. Yeah. Just showed us the way to have mm-hmm. a relationship with him. Yeah. And, you know, when you have that close relationship, even in in the world, you know, even close relationships that we have, mm-hmm. isn't there a desire that we have to uphold friendship, relationship, promises? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of those things. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I have this close relationship with these people. And so they're, therefore, I want to be there for them. Mm-hmm. I want to help them. I want to, do you know what I'm saying? And I, I just see that in the scriptures that that's how God looks at us. I mean, if he's willing to give his son for us, how much more is he willing to uphold his promises to us? It's, yeah. it's one of those things to really grab a hold of and, and allow the Lord to just move in your life and take you into what he desires for you. Amazing. It is. It really is. Hmm. Well, hey guys, I got to um I gotta meant to say this at the beginning, but um since we are getting like right at that time, mm-hmm. um we are not gonna be on on Thanksgiving night. We're gonna take a break. So, you know, we'll be on every week up until Thanksgiving, Thursday night, then we'll take Thanksgiving off and then we'll we'll be on again. Um yeah. So, and actually, yes, that's correct. Cause this, what we're recording now will mm-hmm. actually be before Thanksgiving, but we'll have another one that will play after Thanksgiving that we will record right. before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. So just wanted to let everybody know that watches or listens that um, don't look for us on November 24th. 
we're going to be taking a break with our families. Yeah. So, Enjoy uh, lining up somewhere for Black Friday sales. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it or spend time with your family on Thanksgiving? Yeah. yeah. And I was going to be going to a, a basketball game, um, but uh, that's not going to be happening now. So uh, I'm going to actually relax a little bit on Black Friday. Yeah. I'm looking forward gonna, to it too. I'm Are putting up Christmas lights. So we want to see evidence that you're going to relax. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll knock out five more chapters of the next book. <laughs> yeah. Just five. That's that's Nothing relaxing for me though. That's relaxing. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I, I really enjoy that's it. That's great. I'm about a fourth of the way through the next one already. And fantastic. Yeah, so it'll come out hopefully sometime in early 2023. Man, that's great. Yeah. The second book is mind blowing. Yeah, you liked it. Uh yeah, it, it will open a lot of people's eyes. Okay, to, good. To new ways of thinking. I, that's what I was going for. That's yeah. fantastic. It, it opened my eyes. I mean, the way the things the Lord was giving me, I was like, "Wow, okay, I'm putting this in there." So. Man, that's great. Yep. Oh, looking forward to it. I know a lot of people are. Yeah. So just again, amazing and, and praise the Lord and what he's been doing and how he's been putting things together. It it's well there again, is it not a fulfillment of a promise? I though? was just gonna say it absolutely oh. is. Many, <laughs> many years ago, I said, you know, I'd like to write a book. And I know the Lord said, write it. I'm like, ah, write it. He kept yeah. encouraging me, write it. And I did. And it got published. And now the second one's published, or it's gonna be published. And so yeah, God, you got to trust Him, like you said. Trust yeah. Him. Know that He's always going to keep them. Never forsakes yeah. us, as you said, Chad. Mm-hmm. What yeah. a great conversation we had tonight! I really enjoyed. Absolutely, this. absolutely. It's very, very encouraging. Very, yeah. encouraging, very uplifting. Yes, yes. Very uplifting. Yeah. So, all right. All um, we will be back again. Next week? Yep. But not on the 24th. No. Yeah. Not on the 24th. All right. It sounds great. All right. Good night, everybody. Yep. Have a good evening. Have a great evening. We'll see you.